0: what's good wizards fans it's your host the real ed oliver my guy brandon scott today we're going to talk about the news with the wizards having interest in jay crowder and we're going to preview the wizards game against the charlotte hornets let's get to it you
1: are locked on wizards your daily washington wizards podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team
0: every day Want well, to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online where the game starts. All right, so we're going to start off with the Jay Crowder news. Uh, Brian Windhorse came up with an article. Sam Amico also had an article as well, or just tying the Wizards to. Uh, Jay Crowder. They've been tied to Jay Crowder for the past couple weeks, even during before the season even started when Jay Crowder requested a trade out of Phoenix. You know, we both were like, hey, the Wizards should have some interest in this because we just we don't have a natural, you know, three and D guy. You know, Denny's been playing that role. Um, We just don't have a natural. Now, Denny's I thought he's he's done a, a solid job filling in for the three, even though I think he's more of a natural four. Um, but they are looking for a three and D guy, and it, it's just telling with Tommy Shepard, you know, with having us tied to Jay Crowder. So, um, what are your thoughts on the Wizards having interest in Jay Crowder? Do you think it's a good move if we were trying to, if we did end up getting him?
1: I think it's a great move. I think it's a move that we definitely need. I think he answers three big areas for us one, improve three point shooting, two, defense will get better, especially if you slide him next to Kuz. I think that would be a, a nice forward duo and three the attitude man he's got the dog in him we need more dogs we need more guys who are willing to you know get crazy get nasty man so i think that it would be a good move i think it'd be an outstanding move on our part i would definitely go for it
0: no seriously we we really do need some uh more mean guys on this roster for sure i think we got a lot of nice guys we got a lot of finesse guys now jay crowder he is 32 years old um he's not going to come in and and, you know save the season or anything like the season i Close to done, but I, I think it would be a good move as well. Um Last year, he averaged nine points a game. Look at his three point percentage; he shot thirty four percent from the three with Phoenix, thirty eight percent the year before, which is solid. Um, that would, you know, I think he would come in to help the the uh, three point shooting as well. The defense. Um You look at guys like Kevin Durant. You know, is is he going to stop Kevin Durant? But he's the guy, kind of like PJ Tucker, where he made it tough on Kevin Durant. We need somebody like that. We need somebody who's not scared to get attacked. Or, you know, push somebody through an elbow. Like, we definitely need that. He's kind of like a mantras herald, just in a small four position. And he's played playoff basketball numerous years with Phoenix, with the Celtics. Um, every year, Jay Crowder's in the, with Dallas. Uh, Jay Crowder's in the playoffs. And, you know, going back to John Wong, Bradley Bill, where we had the rivalry with Celtics, he was on that team as well. He's just, he's that guy that you like to have on your team, but you hate playing against. Six, um, six, 235 pounds. Leaving his contract, he's making about nine and a half, ten and a half million dollars now. Looking at, you know, who we have to give up, you know, it, it probably has to be one of the young guys. It probably has to be either Denny or Rui. Um, I know a lot of people want to throw in Will Barton, but that's just too easy. Why would this – because we got to think about it both ways, you know. Who, who would the Suns want from the Wizards? And, and Brian Windhorst said that he's looking for a power forward. You know, who do you think the Wizards – who do you think Tommy would be willing to give up and who do you think the Suns would be looking at from our team as well?
1: Well, I think they would want Rui. Uh, And, you know, he's a restricted free agent uh, going into the offseason. He's a young guy, three level scorer. So I I definitely see Rui. Because if you look at Kuzma and Rui, you know, you got to pay one of them, you know. And the question has always been are you willing to go into the luxury paying both Rui and Kuzma? I don't think they're going to do that. So I think Rui would be the guy. I think they want to, they like Denny's defense enough to where I think he's going to stick around for a little bit. So I think Rui's the guy. And Will Barton, I can see being thrown in there. Now, if I'm the GM, you know, I'm definitely asking for a pick. You know, if you look at the picks, they have their picks. Now, with Phoenix being a t- contending team, it's going to be a later pick. But hey, <laughs> we'll take any pick we can get at this point. So, you know, I definitely would give up Rui and Barton for that deal.
0: Easy. So, Rui and Barton for Jay and a pick. So, um, Jay, he's making 10.2. Barton's making 13.5 million. Rui's making about what, six and a half million dollars. I did see a trade that somebody had like a trade machine trade where it would be Rui and Barton for Jay Crowder and Dario Saric, um, which would be more realistic than I saw. Um, I don't know if they're going to give us a pick. I I mean, we both talked about before we started that the Suns, of course, they have interest in Kyle Kuzma. We're not giving up coups for Jay Crowder. That's just not not realistic at all. Um, But. Rui and Barton, see, this is the thing. It just reminds me. It it, it does give me vibes of a Ernie Grunfeld move, where when we gave up, you know, Ubre for Trevor Ariza the second time around, or we trade one of the young guys, yeah, or you know, an old veteran who who can still who's still a good player. Because I mean, Ariza was a good player, but you know, it just it wasn't going to push us to the playoffs. You know, when we're we're still trying to p- chase the playoffs, like you know, we're, we'll never ever tank what Ted says. It, it feels like a move that's just going to just get us right into the playoffs, you know, right. Maybe that seventh, eighth seed, which I understand. I think, I think Jake Crowder will make the team better, but you know, is it worth it to give up Rui who's playing really, really, really well. And I know, you know, Rui is, he's been out his injury, um, his status, you know, he, he's missed two weeks now, you know, he's missed two weeks. And then last year, you know, he missed games, he missed half of the season. So, you know, your best availability is your, your best ability is your availability. You know, if they want to throw Denny in the trade, you know, he has one year left on his contract where, you know, next year or this offseason is between Kuz and Rui. Really, who are you going to bring back? Who, who are you willing to pay? So that, that's where I get, you know, they want to move on. They may want to move on for Rui so they can get something in return before he gets, hits free agency. And, you know, Tommy Shepard um, doesn't want to pay him. So um, I, I'm i really reluctant on giving up Rui for, for Jay Crowder. I really am. I would give a Barton for Jay Crowder and a heartbeat, of course um i love will barton i think he's i think he's a talented player but honestly it's, it's almost to the point where yeah i would i would definitely help facilitate the trade will barton for jay crowder at this point um but man i i just think Rui's so talented man i think coming off, all coming off the bench man we really missed his production the last couple games especially against the nets and i really think he can help and contribute to this team i think he's super super talented i think he's a three-level score i think he, you know he can, he's starting to rebound better Um, He was really fun. He was really getting in the rhythm before he got hurt. You know, the Charlotte Hornets game. um, There are a couple of games where he was getting in rhythm and scoring really, really well. So I'm just reluctant to trade a a young talent for a guy who's 32. Who, You know, I feel like if we even trade for him, he probably won't even be here next year. But you can say the same thing for Rui. So it's, it's, it's tough decisions.
1: Yeah, I'm moving Will Barton from a half-smoke from Ben's Chili Bowl, bro. <laughs> I'm just trying to get him out of here, man. You know?
0: Yeah, yeah you, help, you help his bags. You help pack his oh, bags absolutely. and get on I'm the Uber home, and drive <laughs>
1: <laughs> But, I mean, I, I can see why you're hesitant to move Rui. I mean, mm-hmm. a young guy who can score at that level is just its hard to let go. But that's why it's tricky, man, to develop or contend. It's hard to develop and contend at the same time. Because very often, if you're serious about contending, you got to move some of your young pieces. You, know, you look at a lot of teams that you know they had to move a lot of pieces to get better. It's just you got to sacrifice, you know. If if we're serious about playoffs, because you know, you know, I know that Ted says he's never gonna tank and you know, everybody's just shaking their head, like, come on, man, just go ahead and just tear it all down. But you know, if you're really serious about making a push for the playoffs, veteran leadership is important, you know, having that experience, playoff experience is important. Ku mm-hmm. shows that you know, who's that experience in LA shows you know, he really grown into a leadership role in DC. So you know i really do put a lot of money into experience especially playoff experience you, you just you know so i think it's a good move i think it would be a very good move to make because he can slide right in there next to koos and i think we're better defensively you know his three point he could shoot behind the arc you know his it's just so i think it's a win win
0: mm-hmm. for
1: them you know for phoenix if you look on the flip side they get a young guy you know if you look at their at, at their roster they need to at the four you know and right next to you know they got uh Mikkel bridges at the three and I know Chris Paul's out because I, I was looking at Cameron Payne maybe getting him back in the deal. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, maybe, we need you know, a point you know, guard bad. Oh, absolutely. So <laughs> I, I've always been big on Cameron Payne, so, but mm-hmm. you know, with Chris Paul being out right now, you're know, not going to move him. So you know, yeah, I think it's a win-win for both teams.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I really wish we could come up with a point guard. Maybe after he makes that deal, he does find a point guard. Now I think it would help consolidate. Now if you bring in Sarich, um, it could kind of you know it would bring another guy into the rotation um but if you're just bringing in jake crowder then yeah you would consolidate. you would move Rui, and then then he could come off the bench where he could you know get some more responsibilities handling the basketball and running the offense like a lot of you know a lot of people want to see from him that's where he's at his best handling the basketball and i think he would go back to his natural role coming off the bench and yes i think the starting five of brad crowder um Kuz at the four, Zingus at the five, and you would have a three that doesn't need the ball in his hands. And he would just get out of the way, and the spacing would be better for Zingus. The spacing would be better for Brad. Um, the spacing would be better for Kuz. He'd knock down shots and play defense. So it, he's a good fit. I do think he's a good fit. I really do. I think he's a good fit. I just don't think, of course, I don't think he moves the needle, of course, for us to be a championship contender, but I think we would, I think we would definitely make the playoffs if he did come here. I think that would happen. We just still need a point guard, but um, I do want to read the article from. Uh, Real GM Brian Windhorst uh, article and Keith Smith, um, but we're going to get a quick word in from Bet Online, and then we're going to finish up with a preview uh, against the Charlotte Hornets. But before we get to that, we're going to hear from Bet Online. This episode is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional, amateur league out there—from football to basketball to soccer and esports—we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fixed head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more bet online when the game starts and also make
1: the nba playoffs are right around the corner and locked on nba is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama every monday jackson gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league helping to break down the nba playoffs mark your calendars to listen to locked on nba every monday to be up to date Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Make sure you guys check out Locked On Sports today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports today from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so I'm going to read the article Really quick here. So um, Brian Winhorse said Phoenix has been asking for a power forward in return for Jay Crowder. Um, he also mentioned Rui Hachimura as a potential trade candidate for the Suns. Um, and I'm just going to bring up the article real quick. I'm going to read that. Um, it's a pretty quick article from Basketball Real GM. He says um, the Washington Wizards are in the middle of the play chase, not the playoff chase, but the play chase and could look to upgrade their roster before the deadline. Like the Bucks and Miami Heat, the Wizards have shown interest in Jay Crowder, so we got to compete with the Bucks and the Heat. You got to keep that in mind too. You know what ammo do they have to trade? I know I know the Heat want to get get rid of Duncan Robinson, the Bucks want to trade Grayson Allen. So, what what do the Suns want? Would well, they want that more than what we have? The Phoenix Suns have been attempting to find a workable trade offer for Crowder this, since the offseason. A uh, Quote from Brian Windhorst says, "Quote, there's been some chatter about them looking at a guy like Jay Crowder," said Brian Windhorst on his podcast. I'm pretty confident there's been some discussions between the Wizards and the Suns. Also, uh, Brian Windhorse goes on to say, quote, we've been talking about Jay Crowder now for about two months. It's obvious it's a hard trade to pull off. The Wizards have a bunch of guys who make decent salaries on their roster they can use in a trade. In quote. The Suns are looking for a power forward in return for Crowder. According to Windhorse, the Wizards have multiple young power forwards in Rui and Denny. Now, do you see a possibility of Denny being included in the trade?
1: I could. Yeah, I mean, you could see that, but if you send Denny, then you're pretty much saying that you're going to re-sign Rui. Mm-hmm. And I just – I have a tough time seeing Ted going to the luxury with, you know, Rui and Kuz under a new contract. I just I don't see it happening because are you really willing to go into the luxury for those two guys? You know, does Kuz and Rui going forward really move the needle as far as playoff and maybe a contending team? I don't know. I don't know yet. So, yeah. and I mean, you could see that, but I think Rui's the guy they, they would send because he's just – you know, he's a young player. They restricted the free agent, so they can match any, any deal – that's made to him in off season. So I think it's a win-win. I think now looking at uh, Sarage, I'm not a big
0: like mm. stretch forward guy.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't like, I'm a defensive minded guy. You know, I like guys who can defend, you know, he's just, he's not a good defender. I think he kind of slacks defensively. Now he can score. He's a stretch forward so he can score, but you know, you could see maybe a three team deal to get a point guard. Maybe. Uh, let's see. Um, you're looking at Crowder sarich we could send Rui, barton and maybe monte morris and then add a third team and add a point guard mm-hmm. you know because you got the coming back you got goodwin coming back so i mean you could say that Monte might have played his way out with dc too <laughs> like the you know him and uh will came together they might be leaving together so you know? <laughs> so you never know i mean I, we definitely need a point guard so
0: mm-hmm. yeah as a package deal. i mean about dario sarich um, I know you talk about bigs that you know got to stretch the floor because we talk about gaffer. I know you said that you know you want versatile bigs that can stretch the floor. So that's one thing he could do. He would be our backup to Porzingis or, or the third string guy to Gaffer or interchange. If Gaffer's not playing well, just bring up a different dynamic off the bench, another guy that can shoot and stretch the floor. So I, I could see him in the deal. Denny being in the deal, I wouldn't mind it honestly. I wouldn't be against it if they had Denny and Barton and sent him to uh Phoenix and you get Jay Crowder coming back, and they find a way to to maybe get a deal with Rui. You know, I know he's a restricted free agent, so we'll see what other teams offer him. Maybe they could get a good deal with him, but um, yeah, I would hate to see Rui go for Jay Crowder. I kind of Sadiq Bay. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, somebody wouldn't sleep on it either. I was just watching the Pistons game. He had like two points. He's been a little inconsistent lately. Um, but I, I could see Sadiq Bay. I could see something for Sadiq Sadiq Bay. It probably would be a swap. It'd probably be like a Rui for Sadiq Bay deal. It'd probably be a one-for-one deal or something like that. That's what I could see. Maybe like a Denny for Sadiq Bay or something like that. But um it we'll see what we'll see what Tommy does. But last before we wrap it up with, with Jay Crowder, where do you how many more wins do you think Jay Crowder really brings to the team?
1: That's a good question. I think Jay Crowder could get us to 45 wins. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if everything goes right, maybe 50. And I say that because his experience. And, you know, he's got the dog in him. He can defend. He can shoot. We, we need him. I think he, you know, he adds more than Rui would to Phoenix. Because Phoenix already had their core guys. So he would be that guy where he wouldn't require a lot of touches in Phoenix. But, you know, and it's the same thing. You can say the same thing about, you know, Crowder in D.C. But it's just that playoff experience. You know, if you combine that with, with Kuz, just we need that on this roster. We need, we need guys who are going to hold people accountable. You know, we that's we we desperately need that right now. So mm. yeah, I could if everything goes right, and when I say everything goes right, you know, if the defense can take that step forward, if three-point shooting can get better and consistently better, and if Bradley Bill can slide back into that shooting guard score and we can really have that ball movement, then I can see us winning 45 to 50 games with him.
0: Mm. Yeah, and we, we don't have a vocal leader. You know, it's no knock on Brad, There's no knock on Zingus. Kuzma is that guy sometimes, but we just we just don't have it. We don't have we don't have a guy who, you know, who's just that rah-rah guy who's going to get up some, that in somebody's face. And, and Jay Crowder's that guy. He is. um And I think looking at a lineup with the long right playing defense and Crowder playing defense, I think that would make Bradley Bill's defense better, too. And Jordan Goodwin, too. Just some scrappy, nasty guys. And we need that. We need some guys that are scrappy and nasty. that can get the crowd into the game. Um, or go on a road and, and get the crowd into the game, too, and get get some people mad. And I think Jordan Goodwin's a guy that does that. And I think um, Crowder's a guy that does that. So, yeah, there's some pros and cons to it. If I if it was up to me, personally, I wouldn't trade Rui for Jay Crowder. But I get it. I understand it. I do. All right. But we'll wrap it up. Enough about Jay Crowder. Uh, <laughs> all right. So Hornets, let's see who. Um, so LaMelo Ball most likely is going to be out. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr. may not play. Um, just looking at the Hornets record where the Wizards are favored by three, the Hornets are six and 15. Um, this is another road game for the Wizards. The Wizards are 11, 11. Um, who concerns you the most on that Hornets roster?
1: Terry was there. He, he, he gives me <laughs> up, man. He can, he's a microwave scorer, man. He can score. And, uh, like you said, with Bob being out and with Dennis Smith potentially being out, I don't see them starting Theo Melodin. So I think probably slide Rosier to Point guard Kelly Oubre at the two, and then McDaniel's Washington and Plumlee. So, I mean, still you can't sleep on him. You know, Rozier mm. has cooked us in the past. So he has mm-hmm. definitely cooked us in the past. And Oubre, you know, he likes to show out against us. So, I wouldn't sleep on him. But yeah, definitely Terry.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Terry Kelly Oubre. He hurt us the last game as well. Um, Nick Richards got a couple offensive boards against us last time. I don't think Gordon Hayward's playing either. I'm just looking at the box score from last night. He's just He's always in and out of the lineup. He's just always injured somehow. Um, I actually saw a report that his wife was um, complaining about the team doctors or something like that (laughs) on Twitter. I saw that (laughs) that they don't protect the players. Um, P.J. Washington, he had a pretty good game against this last time. He had 16 points against it. They got blown out by the Celtics, 140, 105. Jaden McDaniels had 24 points last night against the Celtics, even though they got blown out. Um, Bryce McGowan's Dennis Smith Jr. didn't play. Rozier did not play against the Celtics either. So we'll see. Man, we could be playing against a depleted Hornets team. Um, I know we've been playing against a lot of teams that are always that have got their guys out, their their stars out, and this the Hornets, they may be going into tank mode pretty soon. They're six and fifteen, and their season is definitely dwindling um game by game. So, I mean, what are your keys to victory? Oh, keys to victory
1: um let's go ahead and start with defense our favorite area defense team <laughs> defense <laughs> transition defense paint defense perimeter we just we got to defend at a high level we got to communicate on defense we've got to make those rotations we got to you know watch out for the mismatches we just you know defense has got to be our calling card if we really want to beat this team because you can't sleep on them. Mm-hmm. um two consistent three-point shooting you know we shot what was it 24 last game so we need to short it up and you know if we Hit him in the perimeter, it leads into my third one, paint, scoring the paint. Let's get some touches in the paint. And I think KP, get him some touches in the paint, attack the basket, let's get these fouls, and I think we should get this dub.
0: Definitely, yeah. The uh, Hornets, they're really bad at um, defending the paint. They don't have another big that can really check Porzingis. Plumlee is underside. He's an underside center. Richard, is—is is, he's, he's a little small, too. I don't think he can check Porzingis. So We got to dominate in the paint, man. We got we to gotta start inside out. I would feed Porzingis from start to finish. Um, he had 19 boards and 27 points, only had 14 attempts last game. He needs to shoot the ball more. We need to feed him the ball more. You look what he did against the Timberwolves. I think he can do with the same thing to Mason Plumlee and Nick Richards. Um, this should be a big game for him. Uh, defend the three-point line. We're not good at defending the three-point line. We are ranked uh, 25th in uh, opponent three-point percentage allowed. Now, the hornets they give up a lot of points in the paint they are ranked uh 25th giving up 52.8 points in the paint so we got to stop settling for threes we both talked about ball movement last night with bradley bill got to keep the ball movement ball movement i don't want to see anything more than four or five dribbles from anybody i definitely don't want to see more than four or five dribbles from will barton don't want to see it from bradley bill um only if it's in the flow of the offense is the only time i want to see more than really three to four dribbles from anybody on this roster. Maybe Kuz, and that's it. Um, Four or five or six dribbles. Defend the three-point line. uh, Run the offense through Porzingis. And let's push the pace. The Hornets are a top-five team at pace. They love to run. Uber likes to run. Uh, If Rozier plays, he likes to run. All those guys, they like to run. They're young guys. They like to run. Um, And Jordan Goodwin, he's a key to victory, too. I want to see him be a a good defender at the point of attack. So those are my – I know it's a lot of keys to victory, but those are my keys to victory. Yeah, I got one more. And free throws. Free throws. Oh, absolutely. Got to make free throws.
1: Yes, sir. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm gonna add one more. Let Plumley shoot, Lord. That shot. I- I'm actually intrigued to see that shot. <laughs> but now, nah, yeah, like I said, my wife's from Hack Charlotte. Yes, sir. So, like I said, my my wife's from Charlotte, man. So I need these bragging rights. So let's get mm-hmm. this done, man.
0: Right, right, all okay. right, all right. Before we wrap up, what's your um, score prediction? Yeah, Ooh, we got one.
1: Man, good one. That um, online. Hmm, I'm gonna say. 125
0: to 107. High game. Okay. Oof. Um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna say one fifteen to say oh ten. One fifteen, one 110 115, 110 We went comfortably. Um, but they they hit the horn has come back and like hit a hit a couple threes to bring it to one one ten to one fifteen. We're probably up by like one ten to one ten to ninety. One probably like one ten one oh we're probably one oh we're probably up one oh eight to ninety-four. And then it, it finishes up like one one ten and one 5, something like that.
1: Okay. I can yeah. dig yeah.
0: it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, we're going to wrap it up here. We're going to see you guys this weekend, maybe tomorrow night, maybe Sunday night after the two games this weekend they play. Who did we play on Sunday? I think we played on the Lakers on Sunday as well, yes, sir. if I'm not mistaken. So that should be a fun one as well. we got a fun couple of games coming up here. So I just want to thank you guys for making, for making Locked on Wizards your first listen every day. Now for your second listen, check out Locked On Sports today from the games that matter the most. The biggest sp- st- stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today available on this app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you guys subscribe to Locked On Wizards on YouTube. We're almost at 3,000 subs. Make sure you guys leave a review wherever you guys get a podcast. A five-star review me- means a lot. Thank you for the people who have put out the hashtag Spotify Green Room and tagged us on Twitter. That means a lot that you guys have been rocking with us through the whole year of 2022. Uh, Let's get these two doves this weekend. Hell to the Wizards. Peace.
1: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.